When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. UD, this was awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck on the podcast, and hopefully we can speak again in the future here. We'd love to do it. Thank you, on. Um, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, guys. <laughs> we are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, ESPNU. Yes. Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, Chris Candy back with us uh, next year in January, which is weird that it's next year. And uh, Udonis Haslam was on. Uh, I love Udonis Haslam. And uh, he called me Owen, which is just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> he called me Owen. <laughs> Harry Douglas is in, Freddie and Harry. Three P to seven Brutal. P Eastern. And so is Chris Carlin. Carlin versus Joe noon until three Eastern time. I've known Carlin literally for 25 years, okay? Um, <laughs> Carlin and I had did my first, we were here at ESPN West Palm. This is a true story. My first week when I started working here at ESPN West Palm, I think maybe night one, night two. Probably something yeah. like that, yeah. Carlin, we had a dinner. Carlin was a part of it. The restaurant then subsequently closed. <laughs> as a result, <laughs> this, like, this big restaurant then closed as a result of us going there. Well, I cleaned them out. So, you know, they, it was going to take another week, and then they couldn't sustain that to get all their food back. So, you know. <laughs> It's a layup. Come but, on. But you two are calling the Boca Bowl on Thursday night. Now, mm-hmm. this is interesting. The state of this game is very interesting as it relates to college football. Explain, Carlin, what is going on with some of the teams? Because it's not just these teams. It's South Florida and Syracuse. But the whole on college football is what's happening yeah. in bowl season right now. I, I, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, sorry. Oh, My bad. The Evan Cohen studio. No. Yeah. Maybe we should... The Owen Cohen studio? Was UD on, you know, celebrating his highlight championship? Was that was what was going on? He launched a podcast. Okay. With Mike Stunning. <laughs> well, and he was a teammate of one Harry Douglas's brother, Tony Douglas. That's true. That's true. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm not knocking UD being on. You're just knocking I, me. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The Evan Cohen studio. I mean. A little much. I, a little much. A little, like a even I get sick of myself sometimes. Like I get sick of everything, but I'm, I'm not sick of that. I just walked in. I'm like, wait, what are you like? Thirty eight? I mean, well, well, can, I, can I say this? I actually love it though because the time that you put in down here, man. Like I like when people get celebrated for the work that they've done in the past. I, right. I really do. That's right. You're, you're too positive. You and I can't do a show together, ever. <laughs> I, wait, that's a great point. Has there ever been a more glass-half-full radio show in the history of radio, not even sports radio, than Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman? Oh, my God. It's positive to be. Like, I, there are times where I feel like I need a little boost, and I will absolutely turn them on, yeah. especially with the different themes. You guys, I mean, I've never met – a nicer person on the planet than Freddie Coleman. The yeah, best. I know. He's and, the best. And if he's one, you're 1A, because we, I have never run into Harry Douglas where he didn't have a smile on his face. One would think, and maybe it's that the two of us, and Smalls is Midwest Michelle as of later today when she's going to St. Louis and going to be doing the shows from there. Can't but wait. maybe it's just you and I, Northeast guys. 
the prereq to get in this business is to be miserable. Cranky. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cranky. We fit what we're supposed to be. Yeah. At least Listen, in our minds. The only thing I hate more than everything else is myself. That's it. <laughs> Guys, I'm right there's, there with there's, you. there's more to life than to be cranky and angry. I, know. I haven't it's, found it's more it. more to life. Like, have uh, you found it? Life is pretty no. good for us guys. So what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> We're here in West Palm. We're at these in the beautiful Evan Cohen Memorial Studio, the Owen Cohen Memorial. Oh, you're studio. dead now. I'm dead. I am currently <laughs> dead. I have reached the pinnacle of my career, and I died while I'm still here. As a matter of fact, um, the state of college football, as you actually explained it very well, Carlin by way of the game that you're calling on Thursday is a really interesting way of looking at it. Explain. Yeah, so the other day I did the Myrtle Beach Bowl uh, on on ESPN Radio, and walking into that game, it was Ohio and Georgia Southern. Ohio was going into the bowl game without their starting quarterback, their two leading rushers, their leading receiver, and their third leading receiver, all of whom had hit the transfer portal. I mean, that's insane. That's absolutely insane. So you walk into these bowl games now, and they are becoming, Harry, I don't know if you feel this way. To me, they are becoming more of game one of next year as opposed to this year. Now, it, for anybody who knocks the all of the bowl games that there are, oh, there's too many bowl games, what they don't understand is the reward that the student-athlete gets out of it. And, mm-hmm. and for those who don't think it's student-athlete, listen, I, I get it. I get the skepticism, but I've been around it enough to understand what those schedules look like for these kids and for them to get the opportunity to go and enjoy this experience because it is, you know, you get the swag bag, you get all of that, you get to relax. You're in South Florida for a few days. All of that I, I think is awesome. You will never get me to say that there are too many bowl games, but at the same time, it really has changed the dynamic in that it becomes game one of next year, I feel like in a a lot of ways, the coaches appreciate all of the extra practice time more than they they do. do. The 15 practices are so important to the development of their teams. It is, and it's an evaluation process for the next season. And as far as the transfer portal going on, I would say this, Carl, I got an email because I'm doing the uh, pinstripe bowl as well. Yeah. Uh, from one team, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players. Is that Rutgers? Uh, no. Okay, because I was going to say, I need to go look at that. Nine yeah, players. I haven't really started in the work on that I'm pretty yet. sure you know the ins and outs of that program. <laughs> the majority of them are significant players on that on that roster. So, like, for my bowl prep, I have to get certain players out of my mind because they're not going to be on the football team, and they play a significant role in the wins and probably the losses as well on those football teams. So, it, it is a process, but I thought Chip Kelly said it best. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you have coaches that can just get up and leave whenever they feel like and they want to, how could you fault players for doing the same thing in today's world? I totally agree. Chip Kelly also had some comments about the changing landscape, the ever-changing landscape of college football, where he suggested that you should have a 64-team conference, one big conference. What do you guys think about that proposition? I think it's going to, at some point, I don't know when this is going to happen, but it's gonna get. It's gonna be similar to the National Football League, where you have an AFC and an NFC. I don't know when that's gonna happen, Smalls, mm-hmm. but I think at some point it will be there. It's logical, which means it's gonna take forever for it to happen. <laughs> I know it really is, Michelle. Like the best explanation I've heard of what this should be. Mm-hmm. It, it it truly is, and I, I don't want to get into the ins and outs of all of it. But all of this was truly a football decision, and they did not take anything else into account 
of all of the other teams that are now going to spend a week and a half on the West Coast. And they're going to be, you know, I've heard of teams like, for Big Ten in particular, I've heard of, there were rumors that like USC was thinking about building like, at least having some sort of a building in the Midwest to be like a settling point. Like a hub. Yes, like a hub for all of those teams. Like, that's that's insane. I, don't, I mean, Bronny James always wanted to live in Peoria, from what I've heard. I, I understand. <laughs> Champaign, yeah. Illinois. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's really where he wants to be. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not taking a shot, but it's not a shot at Peoria. As you, much by as, the way, have you been to Champaign? She I went, went to school to there. Are you went to Illinois? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, damn, there is a, Carlin. All right, well, wow. Hey, my, listen, I apologize. <laughs> Alexander, Me and Tommy DeVito, Illinois Ale- grad. Well, exactly. <laughs> Alexander's Steakhouse? Oh, yeah. You cook oh, your yeah. own steak? Oh, yeah. What's the point of that? What's the point of it? It's amazing. But why am I going to a restaurant and cooking my own food? Because it's fun. Because it's fun. You go up there at home, Carlin. Let me tell you something. I'm a cook, so I. It's really fun. Harry, you walk out of that place. Last time we played Illinois, Rutgers played Illinois. Uh I went. I've been there twice. I smelled like charcoal for three days, and it was amazing. <laughs> oh, I got a major issue with this. Oh, no, 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 no. A major issue. You go up, you pick your cut of steak. Yep. You throw that on a massive grill that is bigger than this I desk. like that. I lo- is, I there, is there a chef that's with oh, you? Oh, if you want it to get cooked uh, by somebody else, you can I do that. get cooked. No, if you want <laughs> it to get cooked by somebody else, you can do that. It's just we're all going to look down on you at that point. Yeah, sure. Oh, look at the, you know. They must have a studio named after him if he's not going to cook his own steak. In my honor and memory. I, hear, but like, I love hibachi. I have, I have said forever, hibachi is the single greatest value in going out to eat. $21, $21, and you get the hibachi chicken and the rice and the soup and the salad. There's no better value going sure. out to eat than hibachi. But I have a chef. I have a professional cooking for me. Mm-hmm. Why do I want to cook for myself on the road? If I'm going to cook for myself, I want to play a home game. It's an experience. And I think we can agree life is about experiences. I cannot. Okay. <laughs> I can agree. I would need to experience something for life to He's be. He's been a- such a Grinch today. Harry's been. Yeah, I, normally I'm the grumpy one. <laughs> he hates Christmas cards too, Carlin. Uh, Christmas oh. cards is a whole other thing. Let's do it. I, it's not that I hate them. You're oh, Midwest. Lord. You may have a different mentality. Yes. I don't know what it's like for where you grew up, Harry, here. But I, I it feels like an obligation. And so my wife and I have not done it for the last several years. Good. <laughs> Got back to it this year. Oh, oh, Adam, Adam, baby. But because, like, that incoming uh, list of Christmas cards had dwindled, like, oh, yeah, maybe we should probably do this. But it does become, like, oh, they sent us one. We need to send them one, all that stuff. But it's also, they sent us one. Now we have to reach out and thank them and tell them how great their family look as we're throwing them in the garbage. No, I don't think you have to do that. Uh, uh, Harry did. did. Pete Thamel said Harry one. He reached right back out to okay, him. Okay, okay. Listen, but I didn't have to text Pete Thamel. I could have just like looked at the Christmas card and kept it to myself. But Pete, I love hey. I love me some Pete Thamel, so I reached out to him again. Most positive guy on the planet. Yeah, there, there, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Back to the whole big t- um, the college football thing that you were talking about. It is like. It's not an issue, for people who don't know, that Carlin is the play-by-play voice of Rutgers and has been so for, forever. It's like more identifiable with that program. Stop than mentioning that team. Harry had a tough loss at Rutgers once. Oh. 2006. Please, Evan. The, uh, the Pandemonium and Piscataway game, in It fact. literally oh, cost us a that. trip to the <laughs> national championship. Literally. Who was your quarterback that year? Brian Brom. Yeah, it was, I knew it was one of the Broms. Yep. I could safe bet Louisville, a Brom was so your quarterback. So when I'm doing the pinstripe bowl, it, 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 it's going to be a little weird because this is the team 
that cost me not to go to a national championship. I, I mean, it's not really. It's the laundry that costs you not to go to the national. It's not like the same players are still playing, Harry. Yeah, but I still hate. But North the same Carolina, head coach. You still well, hate, yeah, once yeah, removed, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I hate yeah. North Carolina. Understandable. They still understandable. They, they didn't go to class, you know, academic scandal. They won the championship. I have beef with them. Okay, yeah. even though That's Roy fair. Williams is so nice, I met him and he was awesome. I wanted to hate him. He was so great. Yeah, it's oh, the worst when that you, was when D. You, Brown and um. Oh. And Luther Darren Head, Williams, right? Darren Williams. Because y'all, y'all beat Louisville. Yes, we did. In the Final Four, I yes, believe. Yes, we it did. Was. Yep, yep. Yes, I remember that. So anyway, what I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying, like if you think about the Chip Kelly plan, like next year you're going to have that big classic Big Ten matchup of UCLA at Rutgers. <laughs> um, the that matchup, if we don't have a label and it's just the 64 teams, makes so much more sense than putting the label of a Big Ten matchup between Rutgers and UCLA. Yeah. Right? No, listen, I, I I completely understand, and I think that's where it's eventually headed. Um, the whole problem is the NCAA. They don't want to ever admit that it's ever related to anything professional. Yet, the whole NCAA is a massive for-profit organization, even though they are label, labeled otherwise. Um, I think eventually they'll break away, and when I say eventually, I think within five years, and I think you will have something very similar to what Chip Kelly suggested. Yep. And what will be uh, very interesting is who will be in and who will be out. Yeah, That's where it's really going to get ugly. What a tease. We'll find out next. It's Unsportsmanlike, brought to you by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. Canty back with us in the new year. We are in South Florida at ESPN West Palm, thanks to Celsius. And we have three ESPN radio shows combined into one right now. 
and it's been awesome. Harry Douglas is here. Freddie, Fre- I was going to say Freddie versus Harry. There's no verses in that combination. <laughs> that's for sure. Freddie right. and Harry. Uh, Harry and Freddie, both of those guys, 3P to 7P Eastern, and Carlin versus Joe. Definitely the verses in there with Chris Carlin and Joe Fortenbaugh, noon until 3 Eastern time here on ESPN Radio. I had a million other things. Smalls had a million other things that we were going to bring up, but Harry made a statement that I need to now go to. You love driving. Yeah. Explain this. Just uh, growing up, so my father was my coach in just about everything. And he was the guy that went around and picked up all the kids. And we didn't fly places that we went and played tournaments. Like when we went to Washington, D.C., we drove. When we went to Houston, Texas, we drove, right? So uh, you grow up enjoying those memories, enjoying road trips. So when I travel places, I don't mind driving. Like I'm staying an hour, well, it was an hour and 30 minutes from here with traffic. But, you know, I went in the express lane. Don't even have an express pass. Send me the bill, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'll be all right. Now, see, here's the thing. I don't know, Smalls, if you ever had to experience this. I know Carlin has and I have. Like, early days getting into this industry, a lot of your job is driving other people around. Like, I have vivid memories of driving Vern Lundquist and Bill Raftery around Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Spend a couple of minutes on that, Carlin. Oh, I mean, wow. like literally, have, like that. In order to get in the business, you take any job. So, like CBS would have like these runner jobs. Yeah. You get paid like seventy five dollars a day, and they hire people on site. So I went to the University of Wisconsin, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like I could spend time in a car with them and just pepper them with questions. They got to go to practice. They got a meal, and I just I'm basically the driver. But like that was a good experience for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Harriet is good. Of a, you've driven people around the four Yeah, well. no, I've I've driven people around, but they mostly when I was producing Mike and Chris, we'd drive Mike and the Mad Dog. We'd drive all over Florida when we were down here for spring training or wherever we were going, and it was usually a nightmare <laughs> because it's like you're going, you're going too fast. Slow it down just a little bit. Uh, are you a left lane, Larry Carlin? Are you going to stay in the left lane the entire time? What are we doing here? And then one other time I almost got them killed, which, you know, there was a mail truck coming right at us as I'm trying to pull a, a U-turn in the middle of a highway, basically. Anyway, um, I, don't, I don't hate driving. I don't love driving. I love it. I love yeah. it, too. Because, because yeah. it's just like the memories from being a kid, but then when I was in college, right, when I went to the University of Louisville and I used to drive home with some of my teammates that were from Atlanta, it's like those memories we're going to remember forever. When my brother was in Tallahassee at Florida State, in which every time I had a break in the offseason and I can drive those 10 hours to Tallahassee, trust me, ladies and gentlemen, it was worth it. I was driving those 10 hours to Tallahassee. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's like legit road trip. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it was legit worth it as well. Yeah, was t- it? I'm oh, sure. yeah. Tony Douglas was not living like the average student athlete. <laughs> Let's true. put it that that's way. <laughs> I appreciate driving more now that it's been taken away from me. Now that I live in New York City and I'm taking the train or I'm walking everywhere. When I go back to the Midwest, I'm like, man. There is nothing better than being in your car with a, your beverage of choice in the cup holder. And your music. You got your music going. You're singing at the top of your lungs. You're in control of when you want to leave. I I miss driving. I really miss the luxury of driving. Now I just want Carlin TikTok driving videos of you singing songs. Well, be safe. I, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do it. It's I did purposely did not put out my Spotify wrapped because it would have just been thoroughly embarrassing. Oh, come okay, on. Well, Who's the top artist? Who's the top artist? Uh, Taylor Swift's in there. Nice. She's in the mix. Uh, but it, the it's, it's, it's like a mix between that. Um, the all too well, the 10 minute version. I'm just like, a, I'm, I'm transported to a whole nother place. <laughs> I really, I'm, I say that I'm joking, but it's like, geez. The 
so talented. Anyway, but it's like that, but to like Van Halen, to you know, you to slap the pen out of my hand. To old, listen, don't ask questions if you don't want me to be animated with my answers. It's all over the place. It's all over. The place. All right, let's talk Rogers. We've been talking about it a ton today, uh, Carlin. Oh, where God. are you? Because uh, I am so sick of it. I hate the fact that I ever even fell for a minute for the dupe of oh I may come back it's just so utterly oh ridiculous. you fell for the banana in the tailpipe yeah exactly <laughs> seriously it's just ridiculous Carlin where are you with that I I have never seen somebody who is out for the year in front of the camera more and it's so freaking painful and and respect to Pat McAfee for having him on every week and, and for getting that done because. They're getting incredible headlines out of it every no week, and, no and good for them. I, I, I'm i just tired of him. I, I think he is somebody that has just become fascinated with himself and how interesting I am. And the only reason I would have thought that he could consider playing was that he wanted to prove that he could out-science everybody. No doubt. A- and I, I just, you know, politics aside, I don't care about any of that. I just... I think some of his stuff is incredibly unhelpful, um, and I think the Jets have turned over the organization to him, and that would scare the daylights out of me. But also at the same time, when you look at his talent, because Aaron Rodgers is also a quarterback. Now, I love everyone that I played with, but if I could choose one quarterback that I wanted to play with in my career, Aaron Rodgers was that guy. I understand that. I don't. Well, because of the way he throws the football. What? Yeah, no, i tell you why I don't. Because in getting to know you in the few months I've worked at ESPN and knowing some of the who of who you are, I can't see Harry Douglas wanting to be around that guy at all times. That doesn't seem like the kind of person that you want to be around at well, all times. Well, here's the thing, though. If a person is around someone long enough that can bring out different things in them. Here's what he, here's, let me translate to yes, a little bit. Please do. He's going to make you a lot more money. That's what he's going to do. And that's not what it's all about. But think about how much money Tom Brady made for Dion Branch and guys like that never over the years. Who, who's, never. never. One, of, one of my mentors, Dion Branch. Shout out, okay. shout out to but I, but, DSGB down South Georgia, boy. <laughs> but remember, Smalls. I remember. Yeah. It can, but it, it makes all the difference in the world when you have that kind of a guy. But is I that mean, where your mind went? Did you go to the money? Well, I, I went to... The way he throws the football, yeah. The Talent. way he used to extend plays, and we used to me, me, Roddy, and Julio Jones. We used to sit in our meeting room and watch Jordy Nelson and James Jones and Donald Driver and Greg Jennings and say, "Man, why the hell does it look so easy for them every week?" Yeah. But when you have a guy that can roll to the left and flick flick the ball sixty yards in the air and on a scramble drill, it makes sense, right? So you're getting those gimmick, those easy touchdowns that not everyone gets in the National Football League. So you're enticed by those type of things and the attributes that he brings to the game because of the talent, arm talent. I get all of that. And I'm not I'm not fighting off the football part of it, but I just maybe in my head I'm making stuff up that is illogical when it comes to like free agency and things like that. Like you want to be attracted to the person. So so check this out though, Ev. Yeah. So in 2010, right? We have the number 1 seed. We go 13 and 3. And we is the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, okay. The Green Bay Packers barely make the playoffs. Yeah. They come into the Georgia Dome at the time, and they blow us out. You want to know who was a part of that blowout? Aaron Dam Rodgers. <laughs> and he went on to win the Super Bowl that year as well. So the things that he is capable of doing because of that talent, you can't ignore that. That's why a team like the New York Jets 
Hand over the little keys. Y'all hear my keys? Hand over the little keys to Aaron Rodgers. See, but here's here's what I'll fight back on. Back then, he was a different guy. Totally it was right. all about football, all that stuff. The last two to three years, it's become about him. At least publicly, it's become more about him. It's not that I wouldn't want to play with him on Sunday between one and four every week. I'll be out there with you, absolutely. If you're going to cause some issues in our organization because you you feel the opinion or you feel the uh, notion to share your opinion all the time, your true opinion. I don't. I, I, I don't care, Carlin. Yeah. I just sat there and watched Zach Wilson calling that football game with Steve Levy on ESPN Radio. I yeah. just sat there and watched that. Yeah. So I don't want to watch Zach Wilson. Yeah. I would rather watch. Oh no, no I, I I get that from so, a football perspective. I'll never argue with what they did. But it's but, everything else. But we gotta we gotta understand when when you have someone that is as talented as Aaron Rodgers, there's a give and take. Yep. Right. There's a give and take with players like that. Yeah, but it's you, why Brady and Mahomes are the greatest ever. Of this, Brady's the greatest ever, and, and Mahomes of this generation is the greatest because there's no give and take. Tom Brady's. I know this is going to pain him because he hates Carlin. I'm pointing to with the, all the Patriot love that I have. But Tom Brady's the guy that walks in the locker room and says to Harry Douglas, who walks in, "Hey, I'm Tom. Nice to meet you." And your response is, "I, I know who you are," yeah. but he looks at himself the same way as everybody else. I think here's what I'll say about Rodgers, and we, and we got a break in a second. Lisa Salter is going to join us coming up, of course, uh, Monday Night Football, NBA as well. The thing I'll say about Rodgers. Rodgers is one of us, and I'm looking at Carlin and I. Like, the, the glass half empty. We want the attention. We want the shows the way we want the shows. Like, he's the same as us. I'll call him out, though. I'm that teammate. Yeah, but don't I, don't, I don't care how big you are. I'm going to call you out regardless. And don't you blame the Jets for giving him the power? Just because he wants it doesn't oh, mean they have to give it to him. That's 100% true. 100% desperate. I'm, I'm going to blame them, not, I never, not him. I never blame the infant for accidentally pulling the car out of the garage. I no. blame the person who gave him the keys. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Boy, that just took me to a weird place. I'm getting scared now. I have a 10 and a 7-year-old. You think they, I did this one time with a, a Volkswagen Rabbit. I got in the car and pulled out of the garage, almost crashed into the house next door. Wow. How old were you? Not all of us were, were Probably trouble, like troubled six. kids. <laughs> No, no, it wasn't troubled. I was just getting in and like playing, and I who knew I could put it in reverse. I don't know. I have listened to Chris Carlin on the radio for probably twenty years. I've never heard that story. There's a lot of things you haven't heard from. I'm sure. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you to Harry. Thank you to Carlin. We're coming back with with uh, Lisa Salters. It is unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike. This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty. 
Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. Michelle Weisner Buck, <laughs> ESPN Phone Tag. Who do we need to book next? I've thought long and hard about this. I would like to tag Emmy winning sideline reporter for the NBA and Monday Night Football, my dear friend, Lisa Salter. Lisa Salter, next up on the list. We are on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU. We are presented by Progressive Insurance along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you, Chris Canty back with us in the new year. So we, since we started our brand new ESPN Radio morning show in September on Sportsmanlike, came up with a little fun game, a get-to-know-you game with our ESPN teammates of ESPN Phone Tag. Mike Greenberg started us off where we have ESPN-related guests on, and they, at the end of the conversation, picked the next person to have on. So we started with Greeny. He picked Joe Buck. Joe Buck came on. He picked John Smoltz, who doesn't work at ESPN. Uh, John Smoltz <laughs> then picked Boog Shambi, who picked Mike Breen, who picked our boss, Mark Gross, yep. who picked Michelle Beisner-Buck, who then picked our very next guest, Monday Night Football, sideline extraordinaire, Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, Lisa Salters joins us here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. Lisa, I want to dive right into Monday night because I'm following along the reports. You have the Seahawks and the Eagles, and I have no idea who the quarterback is for the Seahawks on Monday night. What was that like pregame, kind of scrambling around reporting as to was it Geno, was it Drew Luck? I mean, I was, I was, well, first, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, good morning. But I was, uh, I was, that's been right in my wheelhouse. There was news to talk about, and that's when I, that's when I enjoy my job the most is when I have actual news to talk about and news to gather and news to relate to the viewer. Um, so whatever there are question marks like that, I, I feel like that's when I'm at my best out there scrambling trying to get information. So, you know, it was uh, I wouldn't say stressful because I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy uh, trying to you know figure things out and trying to you know, get information like that. Um, so, yeah, Drew Locke's out there warming up. Geno Smith's out there warming up. I talked to Geno and really briefly as he was, uh, you know, kind of doing his pregame warm-ups, and I was like, you know, how you feeling? He's like, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. And I'm like, still, you don't know? This is like for an hour before game time. And he's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And I was like, he's like, but I'll let you know. I was like, okay. So I kind of got the, the feeling then that he wasn't going to go. Uh, and then with Jalen Hurts, I think we we all we knew that he was he was, he was ill, but we all kind of figured that whatever illness he had, that you know he was going to at least be out there uh, for the starting snap to try. Now whether he made it through the whole game or not, I wasn't sure about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I like it when there's actual news to tell. Well, Lisa, then you had just an outstanding post game interview with Drew Locke after the victory. He uh, showed some emotion and explaining to you how much this moment meant to him. Take us through watching him respond to your questions in that moment. What was that like? Well, you know, like with any post-game interview, you kind of have a, a sense of three or four questions in your head that you'd like to get to. Um, and then when he was answering that very first question, I could hear, I could hear the emotion in his voice. And I thought, well, those questions go out the window and let me just, let me just kind of, uh, ride this train and see where it goes and uh, and, and play it by ear, uh, which is what I did. But just whenever a player, like you see a player kind of open up like that and allow you in to see what he or she is really feeling, um, you always want to take advantage of that. And you also want to take advantage of it in a respectful 
uh, in a respectful way. You know, you don't want to exploit them in any way. You, you kind of go into the mode of, yes, I want to, I want to get this out of you, but also you, you want to protect the person too. You don't want them to be out there uh, looking, you know, horrible or anything like that. Um, so it's kind of like a dance that you do, um, you know, wanting to wanting to see all of the emotion, but also wanting to a little bit protect the person as well. So I, you know, I was really appreciative that that Drew felt comfortable enough um, to be that thoughtful and that open. Hello, I'm Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you here. It is on Sportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Lisa Salters joins us, ESPN reporter. Of course, you see her on Monday Night Football. I can guess what the most memorable Monday Night Football story that you've reported on since you've started with Monday Night Football was in terms of DeMar Hamlin, obviously. How about your favorite? Your favorite. The one that you will tell people for years to come, this was just an awesome night where we did X, Y, and Z as part of Monday Night Football. Oh, my favorite. Um, I would have to say when um, Drew Brees broke the record in New Orleans, uh, I, I remember I I remember that moment the most. I remember that post-game interview the most. Um, just his excitement, you know, talking about his kids. Um, that was that was pretty special. Lisa, when you were talking about gathering the news pregame and the way you approach the postgame interview, it got me thinking about your craft. We we see the end result, but we don't see all of the work and the process that goes into it. What would you like people to know about reporting that they might not see on the surface? Uh, that it is a lot of work, that if you do it correctly, that, um, you know, uh, it's a lot of work. You've, you've got to prepare. Um, you do a lot of preparation, and sometimes it, it, it doesn't get used. Um, but you prepare uh, for hours and hours. The, the work week starts for us, you know, the moment we get home from our Monday night game. Uh, so it's hours and hours of prep, of, of studying Drew Locke's story of reminding yourself, okay, this is where he's been. This is what's been going on in his life. This is what happened with the quarterback battle, uh, you know, last last training camp uh, in Seattle. You know, Drew Locke went to Seattle thinking that he was going to be the starter, and then he's in a, a quarterback battle with uh, with Geno Smith. Um, and so just kind of a lot of research and reminding yourself and study um, so that when you get to the end of the game, you know, let's say, for example, I didn't really know anything about Drew Locke's story other than, you know, he's the backup and he got a chance to start tonight. Then my first question would not have been, you know, describe how you're feeling right now after, you know, after not having played in so long. Um, it would have been a lot different. It would have just been like, oh, okay, take me through that last that game-winning drive. You know what happened. Um, but I knew how much this meant to him because of, all the research that we had done on his backstory and just reminding ourselves of where he had been and how far he had come and the ups and downs in his career. So that, um, that allowed me to, in my opinion, that allowed me to better serve the viewer, uh, by me doing the work allows me to, and that's ultimately what we're all here for is, is to serving, you know, to serve the viewer, serve the fan. Um, so I think that me doing my job and doing the work on the front end, uh, just makes it easier on the back end once we get to, like you said, once we get to the interview, once we get to the game, uh, all of the work has been done. So before we have you, Lisa, pick our next ESPN guest, Monday Night Football this week, Ravens, Niners. Do we think this will be the only time that we see this matchup this season? Um, I don't know. I 
I'm from Philadelphia, so uh, I'm a bit of an Eagles fan, although, you know, not when I have them. I'm always neutral. But um, I remember, you know, and everyone is so down on the Eagles right now. Oh, the Eagles are terrible. And, yes, they are. They are struggling right now. But I remember a time not so long ago when we were saying the same thing. People were saying the same thing about the 49ers. Oh, they lost three in, the war, and three in a row. They're done. So uh, it's such a fickle league, and it's just a matter of who does what. Like, whoever wins this game, oh, they're going to they're be the Super Bowl. They're the best team. They're, gonna, they're going to the Super Bowl. And yet, you know, before the game, there are both. You know, we're both talking about, like, these two teams are um, – they're just – they're both very good teams. But for whatever reason – Whichever team loses, they're they're going to be done. Like, like you said, they could they could we could see them again. Right. But whoever it is, oh, they're going to be done. They struggle. This is why they're not a Super Bowl team. That that's going to be the narrative afterwards. No matter how the, great the game is, I guarantee you that afterwards the loser is going to somehow be just you know not good enough. So, well, Lisa, um, whether we see them both or not again, uh, I don't know. But I think they're both worthy and. I just hope it's a great game on Monday. So do we. So do we. Well, Lisa, the big moment has arrived. Michelle Beisner-Buck tagged you for our ESPN radio phone tag. So the floor is yours. Who would you like to tag as our next guest? Hmm, That's a tough one because, uh, you know, I have my NBA family. You've already had Mike Breen on. And there's my NFL family. Do I stay at the NFL? I'm going to stay with the NFL. Uh, I'm going to stay with a guy who... Uh, we now work with who played uh, and started in the league. His rookie season was my first, my rookie season with Monday Night Football uh, back in 2012. I loved watching him as a player, and uh, and I love having him now uh, as a colleague. So I'm going to go with Robert Griffin III. RG3, all right. All right, I like it. RG3. Love it. Wonderful guy. Literally walked out of the seaport with him the other day. So our ESPN radio audience will put the face to the name, and we'll go with RG3 there, and there we go. We love it. Lisa, awesome. That is a great, great pick. And thank you so much for the time and being a part of our ESPN phone tag. And by the way, just so you're aware, if our producer Nuno does not get the next guest within a week, Chris Canty has vowed to put him in an ice bath. So um, you have now put the pressure on exactly. Lisa, thank you so much. We'll watch you on NFL and NBA. We do appreciate it. You're welcome. Happy holidays. You too. There is Lisa Salters, of course. uh, Now RG3. Great pick by Lisa. Love it. Love it. RG3, our next guest, is part of ESPN Phone Tag. Coming up, our most unsportsmanlike moment of the day here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. He survived a terrible, terrible moment in our history. The most unsportsmanlike moment of the day. That was terrible. Was not a great look. Along with Michelle Small and Evan Cohen with you. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. What a day it's been. Oh, my God. Been an awesome day. We have had so many people in and out of our ESPN West Palm studios where we are, thanks to Celsius. Chris Carlin's been here. Harry Douglas has been here. Harry is still, is Harry running the board over there? What's <laughs> happening over there? Harry is so cool. Everybody just, Harry is one of these guys that, like, I wish I was like this in life. He just doesn't need to say anything. Everybody just gathers around him. He's right when I ask him about the best leader. It, this is actually what, what He's I'm magnetic. looking at. He really is. He's a magnetic guy. He's phenomenal in that regard. It's just everybody just like goes right to him. You know what it is? When Harry walks in the room. The and Carlin's, en- by the way, is standing by himself out there. I just <laughs> want to be clear on that. <laughs> when Harry Douglas walks in the room, the energy shifts. Like when he comes in our studio at the seaport, it's the energy is up. We're laughing. We're having a good time. He just he knows when to be serious. He knows when to have fun. Harry's that guy. I'll be the first to admit it. And, uh, you know, I think people that know me that listen will know this. And I'll include the audience. And I'm, I'm not always the happiest in terms of glass half full. I, would, in, I wouldn't describe you as that, no. No, thanks. Um, <laughs> I am when I'm with my wife and kids. But, like, in general, like, I let things bother me too much. I feel like if I just every day listen to all four hours of Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas, that, like, it's daily free therapy. And I'm not downplaying therapy. Therapy's wonderful, right? And I'm not, they're not therapists. But, like, the way that they operate, it's just so glass half full. Now, here's Carlin to walk in and ruin everything with them <laughs> in there. But anyway, so, yeah. So, Carlin, um, Harry's been amazing today. Lisa Salter's just picking RG3 for our next guest, which is awesome. ESPN phone tag when, uh, when Canty comes back. So, our unsportsmanlike moment of the day, we're going to switch it up a little bit today. Okay. So, we've had a lot of sportsmanlike moments during the course of the day today, right? Fun moments, good moments, like not odd moments. We had a great moment with John Morant last night. We had our conversation about Aaron Rodgers and him not coming back. The conversations about FSU and then should they stay in the ACC or not? Well, somebody's got to want them. Well, we are very lucky to have been in ESPN West Palm, thanks to Celsius. And Celsius provided us some awesome unboxing stuff that we got. We got this... Celsius water bottle here, right, Smalls? Great, great, great water bottle. It's I like can't... a titanium. What's the, the steel? Uh, steel? I don't know. I was going to say titanium. Is I don't know, but any sense? the straw looks great. Yeah. I really appreciate the straw on this. And then a nice Celsius hat, oh, yeah. right? We got that. Let's going. And then we also have the unboxing of this, which is the Celsius drinks. Look at this thing, Smalls. And you have one also over there. Oh, man. It's Celsius drinks, which is just amazing that we have here. I'll show it on ESPNU. And we have all of this, which is great. Arctic vibe? What yes. are we working with here? So thank you to the team at Celsius Finally, for sending us the South edition. Florida. But also, this is a Nuno we're going to have as our model here. Anytime you could have Nuno as a model. Look, I'm going to get out of the way. We have a sign that was made by Mrs. Eason's class at Palm Beach Public. We love ESPN. And ESPN Radio. Oh, ESPN Radio. Sorry, I didn't even see the radio part. We love ESPN Radio. Thank you to Mrs. Easton's class. So all the kids actually made us this sign for coming here to South Florida. I love this from Palm Beach Public. And I love the yellow portion on the bottom that said, especially Hudson's mom. That is the market manager, Stephanie Prince Uh uh, of ESPN West Palm. So that's whose uh, son it is. But thank you to uh, Miss Deason's class there. That's wonderful. And Nuno, why don't you put it down so everybody can see you? You're the model there, Nuno. No, you don't want to <laughs> Nuno doesn't want to be on camera. When So New, Florida Nuno has really been, you know what? That's Luno. our unsportsmanlike moment of the day. Luno. We are going to put on camera again if we could. 
everybody on the ESPNU side. Florida Nuno, Fluno, got a mani or got a pedicure yesterday. Just a pedicure. Explain yes, what happened with. Oh my God, this you can't do better than this. Well, we, we arrived at O Palm Beach, which is an outstanding resort, and we went to the spa there. Michelle, who uh, facilitated all of this for us at O Palm Beach, did an exceptional job setting this up. So she gives us a little tour of the spa, Evan. We go into the pool, the reflection pool, and we set our intentions. We light a candle. We set our intentions for the service, and we we drop it into the pool. So we start to get very zen. We go back to the pedicure room. Nuno sits in the massage chair. He plops those feet into the tub, into the little pedicure tub, and he is blissed out from second number one. I looked over at one point. They had a warm vanilla brown sugar scrub working on his feet. Vanilla, baby. Oh, Evan. Why keep going? Keep going. Then they had they were painting a mask of some sort on his feet, wrapped it in a hot towel. He was getting the foot massage. He had a pina colada. He was living his life. He loved it. Fluno. That is our unsportsmanlike moment of the day. There you go. Well, they called him Nino when we checked in. And he, he, I called him Nino the boss for the rest of the day because that was the vibe he was giving off. Nuno, Nuno, are you getting are you getting sad that Fluno Becomes Nuno tomorrow. Oh, man. You're back in the Northeast tomorrow. I mean, I'm off tomorrow, so I might just. You are? Yeah. Wait, I tomorrow. didn't know that. Yeah. Were you going to tell us that? <laughs> Pat's in charge tomorrow. This is yeah, how we learn that right. he's off Listen tomorrow. To oh no, what? no, don't even try that. Because I send a weekly schedule for with right. the show staff right. and everything right. else, right. and I'm You're not right. on that for Thursday. You're so right. yeah, you got all bad. the dates Once wrong again. on the email. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't scroll down to the Thursday. He's, so are you here? So you're off Thursday and Friday? No, no, I'll be back Friday. Who takes Thursday and then Friday off of a it's holiday the end of before the, year. the holiday? It's the end of the year. Don't Doctors you always appointments, take, all that other oh, stuff. Oh, okay. All right. You're a coward, that's why. Let him take why. out the days he wants to take out. Oh, yes, I'm a coward. He's coming back from Florida. He needs a day to get acclimated. He needs to get Nino the boss, Fluno, out of the system so he can come back to the East Coast and be Nuno. Well, tomorrow's an interesting day because we have an interesting Thursday night football game between the Saints and the Rams, two seven and 7-7 teams. They're two teams that I don't think that anyone, including those teams, have any idea if they're good or not. The Rams have been feisty all year. The Rams have played hard all year. The Rams are the kind of team that you don't want to play in the playoffs because they have the same head coach, quarterback, and best player, uh, Aaron Donald slash Cooper Cup, that you would look at and say, well, those guys all won a Super Bowl a few years ago, years older, whatever it may be. But that is an interesting group because you want to try to keep them out of the playoffs if you're the Niners or the Lions or the Cowboys or the Eagles, in theory, the better teams in the NFC. At the same time, the Saints were the team that we all thought, hey, if Derek Carr is decent, they should win that bad NFC South easily. That hasn't happened. So tomorrow is a day where we've got a Thursday night football game that has some intrigue, but odd intrigue because I'm not sure what these two teams really are. Yeah, it is an interesting game. We talked a lot about the Buffalo Bills being a hot team that could be a disruptor. The Rams could be a disruptor. Absolutely. And it pains me to say that, but they definitely could be. Yeah, pains you to say that because you are a St. Louis native that they left your team. Your city, excuse me, where you are going back to. You're going back to the Lou. That's right. Tomorrow. Today. Oh, yeah. But it would show tomorrow. So Florida Smalls. Midwest Michelle. Florida is no more Fluno, but tomorrow and Friday, we get Midwest Michelle. (laughs) Stay tuned, Greedy, coming up next. Hello, I'm Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen. We are on to Thursday. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80.
You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.